This podcast is produced by EnergeticCity.ca, your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To support local news and this podcast, go to EnergeticCity.ca slash join to find out more. Corn futures are slightly lower on Friday. The December contract is easing back two cents at 5.08 per bushel. Chicago oats are slightly higher, with the December contract up a quarter cent at 4.88. Wheat futures are lower on Friday. Chicago December loses six cents at 6.86 and a half. Kansas City December is down two cents at 6.80 and a half. And Minneapolis December gives up seven cents at 8.66. That's a look at the ICE futures and the Chicago markets for Friday morning, September 10th. For Markets Farm in Winnipeg, I'm Glenn Halleck. When it comes to bailing, the denser, the better. Butler Farm Equipment in Fort St. John can show you how roll belt round balers produce denser and higher quality round bales that drive down your production costs while driving up the nutrition of your bales. A competitive comparison showed that New Holland roll belt round balers provide savings in net wrap, transportation, and lower storage losses. It's like being able to afford a new baler every other year. Stop by Butler Farm Equipment in Fort St. John soon to learn firsthand about the benefits of Roll belt round balers. The opinions expressed during this show do not represent those of this station. If you've missed any of this show, you can follow the podcast at energeticcity.ca. Now, an in depth look at the news and information shaping our community. This is Moose Talks with your host, Doug Craig, on Moose FM. Good morning. Welcome to another episode of the show. Our conversations with candidates vying for the Prince George Peace River Northern Rocky seat in Parliament continues today. A little later on, we'll be talking with NDP candidate Corey Grizz Longley. But first, we're joined by the candidate who's representing the People's Party of Canada, Ryan Dick. Ryan, welcome to Moose Talks. Thanks for joining me this morning. Hey, thanks for having me in. All right. Well, let's get right to it. The PPC has taken a hard line against the actions of the federal government in promoting lockdowns and vaccine mandates as a method of stemming the spread of COVID-19. Can you explain why? So there's a lot of uh, evidence coming out in in other countries right now. There's uh, discussions in Israel of the efficacy of the vaccine for actually stopping the spread of the virus. People talk about it being like polio. The only difference is the polio vaccine actually makes it so that you don't catch polio. Um, And this vaccine, as we've seen, the government say, actually, we told you you could not have to wear a mask, but you still have to wear a mask because you can still spread the virus. And it's... It's an inefficient way of uh, of dealing with the virus, and it's causing a lot of division, in especially the communities in this region, because a lot of people have chosen not to take the vaccine, which is their right, and now they're being punished. Um, even people in in the medical field, who are especially the nurses, who are feeling strongly that they should have a choice on a, an experimental vaccine that hasn't completed its testing period, um, and now we're seeing. Like I said, there's a lot of division in these communities, people at mills and in Prince George and people at mines in Tumblr Ridge and in Chetwin that feel that they should have a right to choose without consequences and without coercion. 
So the People's Party of Canada takes a strong stance on this issue, saying that this is not right for the provinces to enforce this, and they would be willing to put their foot down on the issue and say that this will not be an issue in Canada. All right. So does the PPC then have a plan to deal uh, with COVID-19 going forward, or um, is it kind of a, you know, it's it's going to run its course, essentially? So the COVID plan for the People's Party of Canada, we want to um, help protect the, the vulnerable, but for the vast majority of um, of the population, it is not a giant threat. Um, and now we have the Liberal Party leader, Justin Trudeau, talking about um, how people are going to, they're endangering their children and other people's children when we know for a fact that this is not a dangerous virus for children. Um, it's it's ridiculous. And, and I think that's government overreach and the, the fear-mongering of, um, oh, you're going to die if you catch COVID. I know a lot of people that caught COVID and hardly knew they had COVID. And there are viable solutions to um, to dealing with this. And one of them is vitamin D, which has been in medical journals for hundreds of years that it helps your immune system. And we have our uh, lovely Teresa Tam that tells us that that's fake news, which is deeply concerning that this is the person that's supposed to be overseeing the um, medical professionals in our in our country um, deeply concerning so then is the ppc plan then to encourage people to take vitamin d to protect the vulnerable as you say or is there is there more to it than that um well that is not specifically in the platform that is just an issue i'm bringing up um if we i'll read to you what it says here just so that you can get an exact idea sure it says lockdowns, mask mandates, school closures, and other authoritarian sanitary measures have not had any noticeable effect on the course of the pandemic. Regions or countries that implemented strict measures have been as impacted as those that did not. Both the vaccinated and the unvaccinated can get infected and transmit the virus, which negates the rationale for segregation and vaccine passports. So plan. Uh, promote a rational and scientifically based approach to the pandemic that focuses on protection of the most vulnerable, guarantees the freedom of Canadians to make decisions based on informed consent, and rejects coercion and discrimination. All righty. Well, thank you for that. I want to talk about gun control a bit, which obviously is a big issue uh, here in the Northeast, as you know. The platform suggests that the party yeah. would repeal current firearms legislation and replace it with, and I'm uh, reading from the platform here, uh, new legislation that will prioritize effective measures to improve public safety and fight crime in Canada. What would this prospective legislation look like? What would be a part of it? A part of yeah. Well, what would the, be the tools the that would to be in the legislation that would uh, you know stop gun crime essentially, uh, or take this approach to stopping gun crime? Okay, I I don't know what specifically um, headquarters or or uh, Maxime Bernier was referring to when he okay. when he said that, so I can't really speak to that issue. But I do I do know that. Uh, the, the liberal and NDP men, mindset of trying to uh, take away guns to stop crime is, is uh, it basically targets people that are vetted by the RCMP before they're able to legally own a gun. 
um, and then and takes away their rights. Uh, many people in this region hunt for a living or do sport shooting, which is uh, there's not a lot of recreation options out here other than golf and and a number of outdoor events. Um, anyways, on the issue of uh, gun control, if you look at one of the states that has the least amount of gun controls in Texas, their crime rate is significantly lower. And, uh, and I, I'm confident, and, and there's lots of uh, studies and discussions around the fact that, that it's, it is because of people's rightful or their rights to own a gun and, uh, and be able to be protected if everybody that owned an illegal gun knew that there was nobody that owned guns in their homes, we'd have a lot more break-ins. Not to encourage the idea of using said gun, but that does bring fear to to burglars um, to think that there's the potential of harm to go into somebody's house. But if they're the only armed ones, it's not. It doesn't create a safer society. All right. I also want to talk about uh, supply management, which is an interesting part of the PPC platform. Uh, PPC government, it suggests, would end the supply management system that controls production of poultry and dairy products and bans imports. Um, Can you kind of explain a bit about what that plan would be and how it would benefit your constituents? I'm going to not be a typical politician here. Um, that's a pretty specific question. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how that would work its way out in our community. I do know that it is related to uh, the fact that you can't sell milk from a dairy cow. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to like it's not acceptable to sell it as uh, as milk to another fellow citizen. You can sell it as dog food, uh, but it's uh, there's a number of of kind of seemingly ridiculous uh, parameters by the government regarding uh, policies, and and that's one of the big things about the People Party of Canada is we don't we're tired of the government having its fingers in every little detail of lives, and and uh, and we believe that that one of the least effective forms of management is distant government mm-hmm. deciding. On, uh, on every little detail of life. So, Okay. Well, one final question before we let you go there uh, for you, Ryan. Um, why should people vote for you and, and hope for a PPC government uh, to form in this country? Okay. Appreciate the question. Um, essentially, what I'm seeing, especially in this region, is, is a massive divide in our society right now where people... On, on both sides, I have um, an understanding of, of where they're sitting and what the, and their frustrations, um, whether it's it is a largely um, being divided over the vaccine issue uh, because we have we're being shamed for our lowest vaccination rates in this region. And and it's concerning to me because people are uh, are becoming very hateful. And, and Trudeau says that all oh, you um, these different media outlets are being divisive and causing division in, in our in our nation, but he's uh, he's handing down and pushing legislate legislation on things that are bringing massive division, and and uh, we get people from the vaccinated community, which is their choice, um, and they are angry that other people wouldn't choose this vaccination, which 
literally is still in its trials and isn't finished being tested. It's literally being tested on the population, and it's proving to not be effective. So they keep saying it's safe and effective, and I hope that it's safe, um, but but it is not proving to be effective. People can still spread the virus, um, and they can still catch the virus. They can still die from the virus. It's not it's not effective in stopping the spread of COVID. Um, but then on the other on the other hand, we have people that are they they don't trust the government right now because the government has intentionally withheld information, hasn't told us what's in the vaccine, and it's like this playground bully that's like lick the pole and it's the this this it's freezing cold outside and and they're saying you lick it and and uh and do it now and there's somebody else in the room like some of the other doctors that are concerned are outside and they're and they're saying you know what don't do that and and there's this pressure from a a bully government telling us do this do this and it looks like a bad idea and we're just being pressured into this massively divisive uh society where people don't understand each other people don't care to understand each other and i believe that if the people's party of canada was able to put an end to this massive government overreach we could see some reconciliation and that's the biggest part of my concern is reconciliation and coming to a place of mutual understanding and people have the freedom to choose and we need to respect people's choices All right, Ryan. Well, I really appreciate you taking some time to chat with us today. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. All right. That's Ryan Dick, the candidate for the People's Party of Canada here in Prince George, Peace River, Northern Rockies. We'll be right back to talk to the NDP candidate right after this on Moose Talks. I'm sure you've heard people say that salads are boring. Well, those people obviously haven't tried the delicious summer salads at Wendy's. Try the Southwest Avocado Salad or the Summer Strawberry Salad for a little sweetness. Plus a taco salad, a Caesar salad, and even an apple pecan salad. And you know what goes great with a Wendy's salad? A Frosty. Make that a $1 Frosty? Yup. Wendy's Frosties are just $1 all summer long. Wendy's in Fort St. John and Dawson Creek. The federal election is on Monday, September 20th. Are you available to work on Election Day? Elections Canada has a variety of paid positions available, all with safety measures in place and flexible training options. It's a great opportunity to get involved in your community and experience democracy firsthand. To qualify, you must be a Canadian citizen and at least 16 years old. Make a valuable contribution to democracy. Apply now at elections.ca slash jobs. It's our vote. 22 games, 8 provincial teams, 7 days, 1 champion. The dream begins in the Mile Zero City as Dawson Creek welcomes our nation's top under-18 women's hockey players to the Offensive Event Center. Come cheer on these elite provincial teams as they compete for gold and glory at the 2021 National Women's Under-18 Championship, October 31st to November 6th. Tickets go on sale Monday at 10 a.m. at TigerBoxOfficePlus.ca or by phone at 250-782-7443. Canada's National Women's Under-18 Hockey Championship. Catch tomorrow's future stars today. 
If you feel like you're drowning in debt, just know you aren't alone. The licensed insolvency trustees at Beverly & Associates have helped over 10,000 people in northern B.C. put debt behind them for good. They proudly live in the north and have been helping the area for over 25 years. Consultations are always free, whether it's over the phone or in person. A fresh financial start is closer than you think. Visit DebtHelpBC.com for more information. We are Beverly & Associates, and we can help. For all your gravel hauling, contaminated waste, low beds, and graders, Rogers Trucking can meet your needs. Call them today at 250-785-3647. Watch this show live on Facebook or download the podcast at energeticcity.ca. Welcome back to the show. Now we're going to chat with the NDP candidate who's vying for election here in the Prince George Peace River Northern Rockies riding. We're joined now by Corey Grizz Longley. Corey, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Oh, you're very welcome, Dub. It's an absolute pleasure to be uh, with you guys this morning. It's just kind of a cool thing. I haven't been on uh, a radio show for uh, quite some time. Excellent. Well, I'm grateful you uh, took some time out for us. Uh, Let's dig right into the NDP platform, shall we? I want to start with Pharmacare because, of course, this comes up a lot because the current Liberal government, uh, even uh, as, uh, uh, you know, early as last night, I should say, uh, mentioned that it was still a priority for them. Not in the platform. Uh, We've heard about it lots. Um, But I want to hear about the NDP's plan for a national pharmaceutical program. You break it down for us a little bit. Sure. I'll give you what I know from the policy. And uh, it's really simple. Um, when Tommy Douglas brought about the idea of national health care, it took a lot of buy-in for our country to uh, agree to that. Like, it was a fight. Um, and unfortunately, what ended up happening was compromises were made, just like uh, they are every day in government. Um, our system is designed adversarially. So what you've got is you've got parties that actually often shout across at each other through the House of Commons to try to get their, their best vision uh, for the people into law, and that's what happened with healthcare and and national healthcare. Unfortunately, that circle that was supposed to be there, that wholeness, that wellness model, which they didn't use that language at the time, but that's what we do now. There were key elements left out of there. Your dental care, uh, which we know now, uh, issues with your mouth and your teeth can can, can change the entire um, makeup of your body. If you've got to get a root canal, you can be in agony for days. You can get headaches from sorts. All these kind of things, right? Um, mental health and wellness. These are things that were not talked about or, or explored as thoroughly as they are today. And those are things that the uh, NDP believes should be brought into the, um, the healthcare circle to make that complete so that um, people can uh, be the best people they can be without being left out. I had a friend who actually had a, an issue with their tooth, an abscess. And because of their financial situation, they had to wait over three weeks to get in to get that fixed. Now, I don't know if everybody out there is, I hope not, had that kind of thing happen in their mouth where the pain is so excruciating, you can do nothing but lay down and put something cold on the side of your head because every noise in the, in the room, every little distraction will put you in agony. That's the kind of thing we want to get rid of. There's no reason that Canadians should have to wait to have this kind of care uh and access to it at all we're one of the richest countries in the world and the way that the ndp are going to pay for that is uh based on our affordability model which is that we've had giant rich super corporations individuals making over 10 million dollars a year not paying their fair amount of taxes if you took the amount of money that these people were putting offshore 
or were hiding or taking even out of this country back into government coffers where it has belonged for years and years and years, we'll be able to pay for the promises that we're making. And in fact, Jagmeet has announced uh, just last night after the leadership debate, I believe, that we will have a fully costed plan. Like a lot of people don't want to go and say, oh, line item 115 in this budget is where we're going to see the, the money for this, right? That's not how these things are actually laid out when there are promises. They get costed by the House of Parliament. We have a parliamentarian officer who does that, uh, actually a department that does that. They'll cost the program for you. Um, but if you want to get into the weeds on it, that's what you would be waiting for. And that fully costed program uh, or plan will probably be out this weekend or later today or early Monday. That's what I've been told. All right. I want to continue to talk a bit about uh, investment by the NDP because uh, there was a part of the platform that specifically talked about investment in rural communities, um, which yeah, would yeah. include improving in-person services, which we all hear horror stories about uh, people, uh, you know, having to travel four or five hours to get services here in northeast bc that sort of thing what does that plan look like is it about just kind of centralizing things more making you know these kind of i guess nationalizing it even might be a better uh term for it the government invests in businesses and making them hire people so that they can be providing services in smaller communities that don't have them right now sure well, I don't think government can make anybody do anything. We've actually seen through this pandemic that a lot of healthcare workers, they're leaving it, mm-hmm. right? Because you've got anti-maskers and anti-vacciner people causing problems, protesting in front of hospitals, making the fact that uh, healthcare professionals who have done so much for us during this pandemic, making their lives a living hell, where you feel like you're, you're being threatened, your life is being threatened when you go to work. So... Um, what we're going to have to do as a federal government, and I promise to do this specifically for our region, is build bridges. A lot of uh, the liberals will say and the conservatives will say that this is a provincial area and we can't get involved in it. Well, what that basically is, is they're, they're telling you how much they give a crap. They're, they're, they're so not interested in doing anything about it, they're willing to pass it off as an excuse. What I'm going to do when I go to Ottawa for this riding, when you vote for me, I'm going to be build, building the bridges. I'm going to be making sure, that, because there's no reason that the federal government can't dump a whole bunch of money, put it aside for just this. We've already seen huge leaps and bounds uh, of, of progress on this with the provincial NDP government. Uh, John Horgan's BC NDP, brand new hospital going to be built in Dawson Creek. They've actually just sent the, uh, actually they've just awarded the architect contract. That is going ahead. You've had conservative voices for over 50 years in this riding right now. We've never seen that. We could touch on a couple of things. Uh, Being imaginative. Why, if a young professional wants to come to live in Dawson Creek or in Fort St. John, where we could really use a treatment center to fight this drug crisis so people aren't traveling four hours to Prince George to get treatment and then having to come back the four hours. Why are we not making this more, I don't want to just say convenient because that just makes it sound not important, but it's vital that people that uh, need these services can get them in their community. And, And those are the things that I'm going to be working for, tackling the drug crisis by building the infrastructure that we need. Again, there's no reason why we don't have a treatment center there. To speak to how we're going to get these professionals up here, Dawson Creek, again, leading the way with Northern Lights College, they've got a nursing program up and and, and going right now. Mm -hmm. How do you get these people to stay? Affordability, right? 
and imagination. If you're a physician and you're coming to one of our little uh, smaller towns, why isn't the city saying uh, and the federal government could subsidize this program? You pay no taxes uh, on your property for the first five years you're here. Why are we not signing incentivizing uh, contracts with these professionals that are coming? Right. Another way that we can do this is federally is we can actually make foreign professionals credentials matter. I don't know how many stories we've all heard about a doctor coming from another country who can't practice here because of the barriers and hurdles that are placed in their way. So as a federal government, we would be able to reach out and make connections with governing bodies, people that determine those credentials and say, hey, you guys need to speed this up because we're looking for doctors and we're looking for nurses by doing that. Uh, Corey, I'm really sorry. I'm, I'm going to interrupt part. you, Corey. I just want to make sure I've got time for my uh, other two questions here. Uh, uh, so my yeah, apologies. Yeah, okay, uh, reconciliation. I want to talk a bit about that, too. Uh, it's a huge sure. focus of the NDP program uh-huh. or platform, I should say. Um, I, I, how does an NDP government make progress on the uh, on reconciliation where previous governments have uh, failed? Well, Okay, let's talk about that for a second. Since, since Confederation, how many times have the NDP formed government, Dub? Well, they never have. So, I mean, previous yeah, governments that's, that's in the general. Exact answer. That's the exact freaking answer, isn't it? When you have two governments or two parties that have ruled this country since Confederation, they are the ones that have betrayed our Indigenous cousins and our family. It's that simple. How can you form a relation? They're in a trust deficit. As, as my counselor friends would say, right? So what we have to do and what the NDP has committed to do and what I have committed to do since we started this campaign is to work on con- uh, reconciliation. And how we begin with that is we walk with our cousins, we and our relations. That's what we do. We actively listen. We don't provide solutions like the Indian Act. We don't you know that we actually have more indigenous kids in care right now than we did during the um uh the residential school system right it continues to this day the trudeau government is taking indigenous kids to court right now that needs to stop and what we need to do is be in a partnership with our indigenous friends and our indigenous allies and to make sure that they get a fair shake um, and the only party that hasn't lied to them about anything or has, has had no involvement in the setting up of these systemic schools is, of course, the NDP. We know, and Jugmeet has been clear, that there were people that were working in these residential schools. They're still alive. They're working in other communities. And in some cases, they're criminals. There can be no reconciliation until we have justice. And people who put babies in the ground need to be brought to justice. I don't care what nation you're from. That needs to happen. Because when I went to school, none of the schools that I was going to had a graveyard that we knew about on the, pro- on the premises, right? And this is not a new problem. I remember when I heard 250 babies were found in the ground at that school, and I couldn't believe it. I actually freaking bawled. First thing I did, my kids were sleeping. I went and I checked on them. Because I'll tell you right now, any parent out there, this is, this is heartbreaking. It doesn't matter what nation you're from. When you hear something like that, it's outrageous. The other two parties won't even use the word genocide, which is what it is. We need to acknowledge these things, and we need to do better. And that's why the NDP has a solid plan for reconciliation.
All right, Corey, one final question for you. You've got about a minute to answer oh, come this. come on, man. Give me more time. <laughs> Just, I'm having uh, a ball with you here. <laughs> what, uh, why should people vote for you? Why should they put their trust in you to be your, uh, their representative in Ottawa? That's a great question. Uh, thanks, Bob. Uh, I'm a street shooter, and a, a lot of people see that as, uh, oh, you're so aggressive and you're so whatever. No, I'm passionate. That's what it is. Um, I believe that we can do better for this riding. We have a history with the MP that sat there, and, and this is not dirty. I'm not trying to dirt the guy. I want to be clear on that. But what I do want you to understand is he has a track record. You can see what he hasn't done for the 10 years that he's been representing you in Ottawa. And I promise you right here and right now, I can do better than that. Any politician that goes and wants to make this their career has to explain what they've done it's a job interview that's what we're going through right now it's a job interview and i'm telling you right now that i am the best candidate for this job i communicate i can i can build bridges i actually can see solutions to problems and i can push those forward i guarantee you if i were sitting in the house of commons i would not be a backbencher after 10 years that's not where i plan to be i plan to move this riding forward into this century so that we do have improved telecommunications, which is totally within the uh, federal government's purview. What has our member done? Zero. I will never, ever block anyone on social media because that member of parliament is your employee. You should be able to reach out them on whatever platform you choose to discuss an idea or to present your opinion. That's what they are there for, is to make sure that our voices are heard in Ottawa, and I promise you that's who I will be. That's who I am. I've given my own personal phone number out during this campaign just so I can talk to members in this riding because I'll tell you right now, I want new ideas. I want to be able to hear from you because everybody has a chance to um, think of a great idea. There's no reason those ones should be dismissed. And that's what we have with our uh, previously sitting MP, someone who blocks, someone who uh, promotes a hate a hate message. When, when you go into parliament and you vote against removing the opportunity to torture children with conversion therapy, which is what Bob Zimmer did. When you have an issue with women's choices about their bodies, which Bob does, when you tell women, indigenous women, that if they want to remain safe, what they need to do is stay on the reserve and get a job. This is not a person that I think should be representing us. And in fact, those big ideas that he came out and actually stated publicly in the debates were what spurred me and motivated me to give better representation to the members of this riding. I mean, I don't personally think that any member of my family needs to be converted, Bob. And I'll say that to your face if you would ever face me in public or allow me to make comments on your Twitter feed or your Facebook feed. All right, Corey, we'll That's have to leave it there. Be- but uh, I really appreciate you taking some time to chat with us today. Oh, you're very welcome, Dub. It was an absolute pleasure. And hey, just a quick reminder here. I know you're running out of time, but advanced polls open today. Absolutely. So we should get out there. At, and you can vote for whoever you want. That's, that's the courage of your own con, uh, conviction. But please vote. We want to have some good numbers here. And if the numbers are going the way I've been seeing them, I don't really believe in polls, but looking at them, we could be doing this again in another 18 months. So get out there. Vote now. Get used to it and be ready to do it again in a short little while. All right. Well, thank you very much, Corey, for being here.
That's uh, Corey Grizz Longley, the NDP candidate for Prince George Peace River, Northern Rockies. We'll be right back to wrap things up on Moose Talks right after this. Spectacular spring savings and U.S. cross-border cash for trades at Ford City Chrysler. Huge spring clear-out savings on all new in-stock units. Save by 10 up to $15,000 off MSRP on new in-stock trucks, vans, and SUVs. Financing as low as 0% and payment vacations. Ford City Chrysler wants your vehicle. Whether you're buying or not, they're buying. Stop in for a quote today. Only at Ford City Chrysler. Only in Fort St. John, where customers become family. If you check out a lot of signs around the Peace region, there's a good chance quite a few are made by graphic signs and auto designs. Whether it's oil field signs or business signage, Graphic does everything from illuminated signs and billboards to vinyl window signs and simple office signs asking employees to clean off their muddy boots. Seriously, it's a thing. Graphic signs and auto designs now in their new location on Alaska Road. Check out graphicsignsfsj.com. Their storefront just keeps getting bigger. The grilling division at Armor Lubricants is now at its own location at Grill Pros and Outdoor Living. So the Armor Lubricants showroom has expanded to include bolts and fasteners, brass fittings and adapters, hose and hydraulic fittings, pressure washers, air compressors, generators, water pumps, slings and lifting rigging, and more. Armor Lubricants, where they take service seriously. Locally owned and operated on Alaska Highway. Visit ArmorLubricants.com. If you're looking for hassle-free internet services, call the Peace Region Internet Society today. With coverage throughout most of the Peace, PRIS can get you connected quickly without the hassle of contracts or bundles. Visit PRIS.ca or call 1-800-768-3311 for more information. Our community first. This is Moose Talks with Dub Craig on Moose FM. Our thanks to Ryan Dick and Corey Grizz Longley for joining us today. As Corey said, advanced voting in the federal election is open now until 9 tonight at your local polling station. To find out the location, you just got to check your voter information card, which will have it there. Or uh, you can check out the Elections Canada website at elections.ca. Just enter in your postal code and it'll tell you where you can vote. For more info on voting, check out electionscanada.ca or you can follow the stories now at energeticcity.ca. That's the show for this week. Trey Lopashinsky is the producer of Moose Talks. I'm Dub Craig. Be well. Join us next Friday at 10 a.m. for another episode of Moose Talks, a weekly talk show about Fort St. John and the North Peace. This is Moose Country. This is Moose Country. 100.1 Moose FM. Like the sun went down just to frame your face Like they played that song just to see you sway Like that old surf shop had you in mind With what you got on making those tan lines It's like the ocean knows we're laying On this beach tonight It's like the sand's been waiting for you to come alive Cause you were for summer just like these stars we're under were made for lighting this July sky up break it down made for me and you tied up all night long over and over crashing to me and pull me closer kiss by kiss one after another don't let go 
Thanks for listening to this energeticcity.ca podcast. Energeticcity.ca is your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To help keep us independent and to support this podcast, go to energeticcity.ca slash join.